Um, cool. So. All right. All right. Welcome back to episode two of the Brothers in Arms podcast. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about a few things. The Indominus box. We're going to go back to that, review it a little bit, uh, talk about our first week with it. Uh, then we're going to talk about our build routine. Uh, not only with the Indominus box, but also anytime we're building miniatures, putting them together. Uh, we're going to review a couple of games this week. Yeah. We're going to talk about Blood Rage, and we're going to talk about my favorite, Battle Companies. Uh, then I think we're going to visit the best and worst competitive gaming memories that we have. Uh, and then maybe a little off-topic stuff with our Off the Sprue segment. You ready to go? Ready. Like Josh said, we're going to... Uh, start with uh, the Indominus box and uh, go to the um, build routine right after that. So, what do you think? What are your what are your views on the Indominus box so far? All right, so a weekend, uh, I almost have everything put together. Pretty much everything, short of uh, a couple, uh, ten rather of the Necron Warriors. Um, I'm gonna be honest; it was a little more difficult put together as snap fit models than I was anticipating. It was, it was. Yeah. Uh, it was weird. I was expecting like an hour and a half of build time and then just be ready to play. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm not that great of a modeler, but uh, no, it was, it was, it, it was a little bit of a challenge. So, so there was a couple, everything fit tight and snug. Everything was really well like put together. Agreed. I didn't have any schematics, so I couldn't. I didn't know what I was doing. I had your wife send me a picture of the of the schematics. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's funny. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, like I couldn't fucking see them, so I, sure. I just like I just went with it. And what I did is I cut a whole sprue apart and then just tried to dry fit everything. I wow. love dry fitting first. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Going only, in dry. Yep. The only problem that I had was um, one of the the jetpacks was really loose on the nub in the back, but that okay. was it. Otherwise it all fit really snug, but it was, it was much more putting a puzzle together than drawing a, a painting, you know, or like drawing a picture, you know what I mean? Okay. So it's like, you had to fit all the pieces together for it to work instead of just like, okay, well I'm going to chop this off and fucking glue this together and do all this stuff. So yeah. it was all right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a cool evolution. For sure it is. And, and really, it's easier than a lot of other models. Maybe just a little more difficult than I was actually yeah. anticipating. Yeah. The ones I had the most trouble with were the actual Necron Warriors. Some of the arms fit in uh, a, a little loose for me. Maybe a couple of the poses were oh, not really? great. Yeah, I mean, pro probably uh, more uh, mistakes on my end. or I don't even know if they're mistakes or not. Yeah. But um, anyways... They came out looking all right. I just spent a little more time on it than I was anticipating. Yeah. I was able to get a layer of uh, uh, priming that lead belcher on how there. Many, uh, so they're nice and metallic. How many did you get done? Uh, everything that's put together <laughs> right now is primed. So I'm just 10 short. I was, so. was going to say, how many do you have put together? What, warriors or the whole, <laughs> the whole kit? I, I think I had 30 seven models in it, and I got all, 27 of them built. All nice. but 10 warriors. Nice. So the box came with... 20 Necron Warriors. Um, and the sprues for those two, they're a, a little weird to look at right at first as far as the way they're numbered. This is so funny because I actually had a guide and I still had a little bit of trouble with it. You didn't. Yeah. And you were still able to put these things together. Yeah, How much was, time did you spend it on? I'm curious. So last night, um, probably from, but when did you go to work? Four? Yesterday? 
Yeah. Roughly. So, so yeah. right around, I started probably about like five o'clock. I started clipping the sprues and then, yeah, I went till probably about midnight. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Solid eight hours. Yeah. That's pretty good, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Wow, fuck. That was a long that, time. That's, that's kind of a when long you, time. When you start putting it in like words like that, yeah, you're huh? like, wow, I only spent a couple hours yesterday. They'd yeah. be like, holy shit, I spent eight hours. But that's yeah. funny because I'm probably also about eight hours into the build. Granted, I have the guide, so you could probably shave a couple hours I, off. I of mean, Space Marines are Space that, Marines, but. I feel like. The, the Necrons are, are tougher just because, I don't know, they're the, the whole skeleton body and all that. And they're, I don't know, the, the they give you a lot of extra bits for the Space Marines. I don't know if you had that with the Necrons. I've I got some like, extra bits. I had yep. like 10 extra heads and yep. like yep. jetpacks and swords and guns. Yep. Dude, I don't know. They are cool. They, they are look really so cool. cool. The Space Marines are so freaking cool. When I got done with them, I'm just looking at my new army and yeah. I'm like, because I got everything, everything all put together. So, yeah. So, like I said, I dry fit the entire army. Mm-hmm. And then I went back through today mm-hmm. and took them each individually apart and glued them. Oh, wow. And shaped them. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that didn't take too long because it was like, I just take a one mini, rip it all apart, yep. shave it, glue it. You already it put it together, so you kind of know how it goes. Yeah, the bikes, were, the bikes were probably the hardest. Sure. They probably had the most pieces, didn't they? Well, they just had the longest pieces because you had the, the main frame with the two wheels and that wheel, that front wheel had to have that, that, uh, like spokes for it, you mm-hmm. know, the, yeah. the hubcap basically for okay. the other one. So once you put that in there, it's kind of locked in there. Well, you have to have to put this other piece in and it's kind of like, like I said, like putting a puzzle together. And yeah. if you go one piece ahead, yep. you fuck yourself and not having a schematics. There's, <laughs> I'm just there's, like, yeah. I'm like just winging it and I'm like, Oh damn it. There, and there is a specific order. Those things mm-hmm. kind of go into for, for sure. them to snap fit and lock in. So kudos yeah. to you actually for getting that done without the, it was fun. It no. was, it was, you, yeah, it was a pain in the ass, but it was probably one of the most fun times I've had putting miniatures together because cool. it was so, yeah, like it, the, all the thinking was done for me. Yeah. Putting them together, it's they fit. So know? do you have a favorite model out of the box? Mm-hmm. Which one's Absolutely. That? I'll show you. Yeah. My favorite model, first of all, the bikes are probably my favorite, mm-hmm. but this boy right here, my... I guess this would be the chaplain. Is that? Uh, I think so. Okay, because the chaplain that I bought doesn't look like this at all. Oh, really? This guy has, I, I mean, I'll, I'll show a picture of it here, but this guy has the coolest head. It's like a... It's very cool. It's like a gaunt, like mm-hmm. he's almost dead. I don't know. And then his hand, he's holding a chained hand, and it looks like a Necron hand. It sure does. Yeah. It reminds me of like uh, when your science teacher has uh, a key to the bathroom or like a hall pass, you know, and he puts it or on the skeleton hand. The, yeah, something like that, you know. Uh, I also like that that model. That guy's definitely wearing a COVID mask. So good, good for him, you know. Way to, way to be relevant with the times. I really like this one. Uh, he is literally standing on a Necron body. Yeah. And that came with it. Oh, I thought cute. that was super cool. Yeah, we got a little of that going on on a couple of my oh, you do? as well, too. Yeah, I figured I, that's, that's one of the coolest parts about this kit is they can really be specific with the accoutrement. Like you can have that, the Necrons on the bases Cause it's like, they're kicking the shit out of each other on the battlefield. I, oh, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's really invigorated my, my lust for 40 K. I really was not excited to put them together. I mean, I, I literally did it yesterday. So I was like, I waited a whole week. Cause I was like, ah, oh, it's a pain in the ass. I gotta put all these together. It's whatever. And by the time I was done, I was like, wow, I can't wait to play this. I really can't. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you had a you had a busy week, too, putting together uh, 
<clears throat> our first episode. Yeah. Uh, check that out if you guys haven't watched that yet, by the way. Yeah. But uh, we're learning this stuff as we go along, yeah. and it's a lot more than I thought it was going to be. But we're ready now. We ready. That that first week was a tough one, but it's like we're done. Whenever you hop into the miniatures hobby, there are like five other hobbies you're doing at the same time. You're playing the <laughs> game. You're painting them. You're assembling. Mm-hmm. Well, whenever you make a podcast about that stuff too that's a whole nother hobby right there a, a and whole a YouTube skill set. Yeah. and a youtube yeah for sure so uh <laughs> you know i think i think yeah going going forward well it'll be a lot easier and a lot more fun plus we you know we watched it 15 times so we learned from what we did in the last one and we're, we're trying to change things up a little bit make it more uh segmented and and much more easier to read basically so a little more structure to it yeah the indominus box i yeah I mean, I, I liked it a lot. I think yeah, so far I, it's really cool. I want to I want to share my favorite model real quick. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna grab him from right over here as well. Oh yeah, could have left that on. See, that's weird. Okay, yeah. So you pick those. What's weird about that? These I are thought the... you were gonna. I thought you were gonna because I remember those guys from the video. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I thought you were gonna pick the big boy. You know, I do really like the big boy. Uh, for some reason, I really like these guys. They remind me of like Velociraptors or something. They are, they are very. And, cool. and I think uh, they're affectionately already been nicknamed the Murder Buckets. Okay. Which is pretty cool. <laughs> Essentially, they serve as like a bodyguard role uh, <clears throat> in my army for uh, one of the one of the psychers, I believe. But uh, these guys just look really cool. The the crypto thralls, I believe, is what they're called. So okay. I, got, I got two of them in the box set. They function way better in that bodyguard role, what I can tell from the rules. I'm excited to see these things go. Uh, they can shoot a laser uh, out of their cyclonic... Uh, port they have there. Yeah, it's basically cool. a, a laser gun for their eye. Uh, some nice talon dagger things yeah. for their arms there. So well, they have that, really neat. They have that like, uh, that, uh, so I don't know what is what is it? It's not labyrinth. What's the other dark crystal? That's what they kind of remind me of. Is dark crystal those those oh. bird creatures? Oh yeah, but like way more badass with the scythes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like oh, the yeah. scythes are really Scythe, cool. That was yeah, that was a little um, before. So going forward, when when we play. I, that's my biggest downfall to 40 Ks. I don't know what the, what the hell they do. I don't know what any of my guys do. I even have, I took the book and I didn't even look at what they do at all. So I'm really excited to see that. Plus I'm going to be applying the, for my first time, some decals. Very excited. What is your paint scheme? All right. So the paint scheme is going to be, uh, obviously I got the lead belcher prime. Uh, I found kind of a cool. That still blows my mind by the way. What? That the it's in a belcher. spray can? I can't, yeah, I've never seen it before. I feel like I've only ever seen, like, flat I, I mean, yeah, yeah, there's, uh, I don't think it's that new of a thing. I'm I've surprised you're surprised. It. Yeah, but I've never seen it anywhere we've ever gone. I guess I've always thought, like, I, I didn't really want to prime something, because usually <clears throat> metallics are uh, smaller sections of the model. I'm painting weapons and things yeah. like that. But uh, it, it worked really well for this right now. Put yeah. a nice, nice looks, coat on there. So great. I'm, I'm happy with it so far. I, I feel like I could just throw a wash on right now and yeah. I wouldn't be too upset about it. Some contrast paint yep. a little bit. Uh, so I find like a nice kind of a cream color that I think I'm going to put for uh, part of their armor. Okay. Am I thinking the same thing you are? Uh, Droids here? from Star Wars? Oh, okay. So th- I would call that more of a beige than a cream. Okay. I see what okay. you're saying. Uh, closer that would be to cool. like a white. That would be very cool. I agree. Um, but more of a, a whitish cream okay. color. And then I think I'm going to use their, uh, where their lasers are coming out of and yeah. uh, the little parts where there's orbs of energy in them and, the, and their eyes. I think I'm going to contrast that with red. So metallic, white, red. So no green. 
I don't think I'm going to do the green. I, I like reserve the, the right to change my mind. Okay. We'll see whenever. Yeah, you get one. I get one. You get one change. I'll That's take it. one change. <laughs> and then I'll change the rule on that. And maybe I'll change it again. I don't know. But uh, <clears throat> we'll see. That might be a lot of work because I will have to paint over a lot of the lead belcher area yeah. if I do that. But it will look so cool. It, it'll look pretty badass. If I can find it, uh, someone shared it on a Facebook group that had something similar. And that's kind of what gave me the idea. Uh, there's an app out there too where you can try out paints on models before you, you, you paint a Reaper do it. I didn't, is it Reaper that does it? I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to find it. If, if I do, before we put this out, we'll put a little uh, link in it right here. Yeah. I want to play around with that a little bit more, but yeah. uh might give me some more ideas, but at least so far, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, what about you? Well, first real quick, what are you going to base with? How are you going to base? Great question. So I think I'm going to use some of the texture and technical paints to base this time. Uh, are you going to go muddy? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to make it kind of yep. a muddy, uh, I think sort of in the, in the story on the planet they're on Vergus or Vargas, uh, two, it's like a mining planet. Uh, I'm thinking like down in the mines, yeah. real kind of muddy, uh, battle torn okay. mine shaft kind of thing. Well, I'm going to copy you copy yours. So we're like playing on the same. That'll field. look really cool. You know yeah. What I mean? yep. yeah. Yep. So, uh, usually as I put these things together before I even prime them, you know, I'd have thrown some sand and some gravel yeah. and that kind of thing. And then, uh, uh, you know, gone, gone from there. But this time I'm, I'm going to paint the models up and then apply the texture paint. Did you glue them to the base or they just snapped in? They're glued. Oh, you did? Yeah, I glued them. I just snapped mine. Did you? It's so funny because we're doing like the opposite. <laughs> like the, oh, Josh is always the last to like put, like finish the model. And I'm always the first one to just be like, fuck it. <laughs> like, we flip-flopped a little bit yeah. here. I yeah. Well, like I said, I don't know what it is. I kind of like... These are more my babies this time. Your babies I don't know why. Normally, well, miniatures now you're being are so quick. held accountable by a, a podcast. And, that's true. And video, yeah. so you really want to show off, and that's okay. And I did call Josh today, and I asked him if he was going to be green stuffing his his miniatures, and he said no. Yeah. And so I decided I'm not going to either. <laughs> you were it's thinking just, about it though. I was. De- if you would have said yes, yeah, competition would have been on. But I meant to tell you, I already green stuffed all of them. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Oh, no, just kidding. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I'm, I don't know. I, these aren't competition pieces. I don't really care that much. Maybe all green stuff like like a couple of the guys that I really, really like. Mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah, they're going to get some primer tomorrow and get going on my paint scheme. Yeah, well, what is it then? Tell us. Tell us. So I did tell Josh he should do the Cyberpunk, and I decided I'm going to do Cyberpunk Space Marines. Cool. So it's going to be some little bits of... You know, obviously not canon, um, but I'm going to do some bits that are like ripped off and I'm going to try and take, because I do have some Necrons that I've put together and I have some extra bits from that Uh and maybe do some kit bashing where I like, you know, maybe a chest piece came off and then put some like Necron, I don't know, crap in there. So it's like, they're not Necron, but they're definitely like enhanced humans huh. with robotics. Huh. But um, yeah, I, I don't, maybe not that. I mean, I, re, I reserve the right to, to change my mind. You get one. <laughs> yeah. You get one. Um, I'll probably just go lazy route and just paint the shit out of them and then throw some like neon colors on there. Do they, so I'm looking at, I was looking at my paints today. Yeah. Neon colors are hard to come by like neon bright, yeah. you know, cause That's I have some like, like pinks and final and layer stuff. of highlighting. You see more of those. So neon type colors. I did. I was looking at the box and I was looking at the art and, um, the, the, there's always that classic blue space Marine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, it, and, and you know, I, 
I'm not the best painter. Um, I do quick and dirty, get it on the table, ready to go. A lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, con- if I, if contrast paint were around when I was painting more then yeah, I would contrast painted the hell out of it. But instead it was a lot of washes and a lot of dry brushing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that's what just sets it apart. So um, I've got some technical or some, uh, contrast paints. If you want to give it a go, I have one. What do you have? Uh, I got about a I got dozen. Th- I got uh, a blue. Okay. <laughs> the That's one, one I don't have. So then we got maybe, you know, 13 or so between the two yeah. of us. But uh, I got the primer swarm too. Really? How I got much both did you spend them. on all that contrast paint? When it first came out, I thought it's it was like just going to be pop, the... wasn't it? Yeah, we should, we should make a segment about that at yeah. some point in time. Talk about those contrast paints. Yeah. But real short, I thought it was going to be uh, maybe a little more exciting uh, to paint with those. But uh, they're still they're still pretty handy. They're just thick washes, right? Like they definitely function as a wash to some degree. I mean, you can even wash with the contrast paints over other yeah. stuff if you want to. Uh, dries real quick. You don't want to move that pigment around a whole lot. But yeah. uh, um, they're cool. They're still they're still pretty cool. But I haven't used them a whole lot. Uh, maybe ten models or so I've done with the contrast paints. But if, okay. I'm just saying they're there yeah. if you want them. Yeah, I'll definitely use them for sure for so a small fee. When yeah. <laughs> When you're batch painting, like I'm not used to batch painting. The, yeah. I, you know, like the Necrons is probably the closest. Well, Nurgle. See, that's the thing is that all my batch painting has always been very organic. Yep. Um, you know, I, I consider Nurgle organic. Yes, it's not. But in, in the sense of there's no technicality to it. It's all, like you said, lead belcher. And then it's a, a black wash and then some like really bright gray highlights, you know, or like just a bright gray dry brushing yeah. and some green. Yep. That's it. Same with Nurgle. Nurgle is just... Green. Well, the grosser green, they look, the better. Green, yeah, green, and then green, green, you know, and then some blood if you want. But then yeah. Easy. And then pus. You Lots know, it's great. God. Yeah. That's like anything you need to solve, you just throw some more wash on it and make it as dirty as possible. And they look cool. Table ready. Yeah. Some models really lend themselves to uh, kind of that quick batch painting. And, and For sure. A little bit better. I'm uh, excited to start the Space Marines, though. So. Space Marines. Cool. Able, these are going to be the cleanest so, paint but, job. But what colors? So that's the thing is I don't I don't know specifically yet. Okay. I know there's gonna be some pinks, yep. some greens. Wow. Um, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> um, I've been trying not to burp this whole time because I burped a lot in the last one, but I'm like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> it's who you are. It is. Yeah. You know, I can't fight that. That's fine. Here, cheers, buddy. Cheers. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to start painting. Um. And, and, you know, I'd like to do some painting on film too. So maybe that's something we do in either the next or, cause it, this, cool. these, I'm not going to be done in a week painting these. It's going to take me no, a while. No, I won't either. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> maybe, maybe a little painting on, um, see what happens. Sure. Well, I'm ready to move on. What do you think? Yeah. Um, absolutely. So I think next we kind of wanted to do, uh, a couple of reviews here. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got them. We got them showing here. Yeah. Um, it's two of our passions. These are now uh, they've been reviewed to death. Both of these things that we, that we have here. These aren't new products by any means, but it's just something that these first couple episodes, we want you guys to know who the hell we are. So this is, this is our favorite turf here. So Josh has battle companies and I have, um, uh, blood rage. And I think, yeah, I mean, these are the, probably the top, the top games in our list. Like if there was one we had to choose to play forever, he already said last week that battle companies was his yep. and mine is blood rage this week. Um, so I'm going to go 
ahead here, if you don't mind. Yeah, take it, man. Um, so why I love Blood Rage so much, the number one reason I love Blood, Blood Rage so much, not just because the miniatures are super cool, um, not because there's so many mechanics that keep it going and, and just let it flow with itself, but the drafting. I love drafting. Drafting is my favorite game mechanic in any game. Sure. Uh, it, yeah. it, it adds so much thought and creativity to a deck that you're building. Your deck is your your basic physical brain outside of your head. As you, know? as you draft too, yeah. it means the replayability of this so game high. is like, yeah. yeah. you know. Yeah, and, and it, 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 there's 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 ways to play the game where you can, you know, screw your opponent over gr- drafting, just draft, like playing Magic, you can do that, you know? Yeah. And it's like, with Blood Rage, you do the same thing. You can screw your partner over, or you can be like, you know what? I'm going to get in his head, I'm going to pass this along, I know it's a cool <laughs> card, but I'm going to counter that with the card that I'm pulling. I just, drafting is so much fun, there's so, it's so much thought going into it. So Gives you an opportunity so to... To maybe mix strategies or try things you haven't tried before. Absolutely. Maybe find something that's not ultra apparent when you first take a look at the cards well, and see if you can make them work together, you know? Yeah, and and it, there's there's three rounds. So if you don't if it's not working that first round, you can change up your 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 mm-hmm. decisions. You know, yeah. you, you're like, all right, well, the second round, I'm gonna definitely go a different direction because that first round I didn't. And the cards progress so well with the game that they get so much more brutal and hardcore that it changes the game so drastically by that third round. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that the drafting is is the best part of that game. If you took yeah, I, I don't know. There's there's really good aspects of the game. You need every part of it. Every component's good, but the drafting I think is is the is where it excels. It, you touched on it too though, but the <clears throat> miniatures in that for a yeah. for a board game because it is yeah. a board game. Yeah. The miniatures are just Awesome. Uh, out of this world. They're yeah. so good. Yeah. Though, I, I remember those are probably some of the miniatures you first painted, painted. also. Yeah. Right? I was, yeah. I was going to take them out of the box. I'll probably, I'll just put, I'll post some pictures on, but yeah, those are some of my favorite painting, uh, uh, painted miniatures that I've ever done. They're and so cool. Those are some of the first miniatures I ever painted. And I just, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I never got a painting, got around to painting the warriors. That, you know, I did. You <laughs> I, did the monsters. Or I the, did the monsters. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. Yep. And I only did a couple of the monsters, but yeah, that that was a very very fun. See, that's another reason why I like doing those because those are one offs. Where you're like, all right, I have the ice man, you know, the ice guy, and then I have like the the what the, the hell is the, the guy the with the sword, and then the right. sea monster, yeah, the one from the sea. Yeah, yep. it's yep. like they're one offs. So it's like I can be as creative and fun as possible. Sure. It's not this monotony of this one at a time. Um, the other, the other big thing that I like is the, the point totals, they get so high and there's nothing more fun and exciting than going around the board past the total. You know, (laughs) I think it's, I think it's a hundred points on there, uh, or 120 points or something of of the board. Right. It's like weird though. Isn't it 120? It's like a weird number. I think we'll take a look. I I can't remember my head, but, but, uh, what I really enjoy is that large point tally. It's, it's great for. People that are really behind, and it's great for people that are really ahead. Because <laughs> when you're really, really behind, and you haven't lapped it yet, and you're like, how many times you lap? And it's like, oh, yeah, I've already been around. And you're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm there, only at 80 points. There are, uh, from round to round, there can be huge swings and point huge. totals, too. You huge. can last and make a, a really nice comeback in this game. Or you can just front run and take over. Yeah. And just keep going. Uh we used to keep a, a scoreboard. Yeah. We did have a scoreboard. I actually still have that scoreboard. Do you really? Yeah. God, 
I'll show a picture of that. I want to see that thing. Um, it's it's on my way. It's on the way down to my basement. So every time I walk down, I see it. Josh is number one in almost every game. Huh. Um, what the hell? I beat you in one. I know I did. It may have been Blood Rage, was it? Maybe. No, you got me on Blood Rage. Bastard. <laughs> um I don't know. I'll show you a picture of it. There's, it was fun. That, that was a cool, that was a cool time. That was obviously pre COVID. We had, uh, in my basement at my old place, we, we would play board games religiously yep. and we'd keep tallies and see who could, I think it actually stemmed from you, didn't it? You and Dan used to, yeah, me and my buddy, Dan yeah. we used to keep track of, uh, a lot of the games that we played, mostly magic. Yeah. Uh, we'd keep a running tally on, on who, uh, was kind of, <laughs> up in our continuous it, series. It's so simple, but so satisfying to have that up on your wall. Oh, yeah. And, and it's, it doesn't, I don't know. You always think like, all right, well, I need to have this like badass like framed piece. We did, we had a, a piece of foam core and I just printed off pictures and then just wrote some names and just posted the most embarrassing pictures yeah. I could find of people and put them up there. There's a fun little craft project for everybody. If they want to do something like that. Yeah. King of, sorry. King of Tokyo. That was the one Dan that and I was the big oh, one. Man. Yeah. We played a ton of that. I can't believe I didn't remember that, yeah. but, uh, hundreds of games honestly <laughs> I've, I've played king of tokyo so many times that's yeah. a great game but uh that's that's kind of where that scoreboard system came from uh dan does have a, a podcast too what is dan's podcast uh it is spring spring, spring food? food mo yeah spring food mo so get that thing a listen yeah if you like food or you know where springfield missouri is my hometown boy yeah Young Gandalf's hometown boy. (laughs) (laughs) Young Gandalf. (laughs) Had to get that in there. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So um, that, yeah, that's, that's uh, the point totals is a huge, huge plus for it. I love games that, because there's a lot of games that you don't keep score as well. The scoring's kind of just like, whatever. I just had fun playing. Right. This is a very competitive game. Um, The battles, the battles are always exciting. Mm -hmm. No matter what is happening. You're always thinking you're outthinking your opponent. It's never like, oh, I'm I'm out. There's no way I can beat this. You're always like, well, fuck it. I'll just play this card and then, you know, whatever. Like, there's always an out. No matter what. They, they, they must have play tested this game for years before they produced it. I, I, don't, I don't understand. It's like every mechanic is good and we've never beat the mechanics. You know, in games you can play and you're like... This is just not working. I don't know. There's there's always ways to like kind of bypass certain things, scenarios, and there's always like that ultimate win. I have not found that in Blood Rage. We played so many games of this, and oh, there's yeah. never an easy win. There's never like, oh, oh, I took this. I my biggest way of doing it is the Valhalla route. I always try and kill all my guys, get all oh, the yeah. points from Valhalla. You know, just get everybody in there, and, and as soon as they're coming out, I get all the points. I love it. That's a great it's way to do it. It's so good with the theme. It is a very it is. Viking esque so theme. Yeah. Uh, there is the Asian version. There's yeah. like this this uh, Rising Sun. That's what I was yes. just checking out right there. I can't yep. remember the name of it. And when did we find out about that? Was that at Renegade? Before that. It was, was it before? before? Yeah, it's been out for a while. Blood Rage, probably two years after Blood Rage came out. God, I, yeah, and I remember Fact hearing me, it for the first time, and I was very excited about that because I love, I love the whole like dynasty era and like all that, like feudal Japan. I Mm -hmm. love that samurai and, but I love, you know, Vikings just as much. It's, it's such a cool theme. And they, I don't know, these guys, these, they really pick like really cool themes. I watched a video not that long ago. I say that was probably a year ago. Uh, the developer of this game and of blood rage and of rising sun. And it's uh, an Egyptian God style game. Like, Oh, cool. And the miniatures for that. 
I thought these were cool miniatures. The miniatures for that. Oh, my word. The Egyptian one? Oh, wow. Really? Really. Yeah. Try and see if you can find that real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no <laughs> my there. computer is just like uh, we have no internet right now. Um, I'll take a look at it later. Yeah, we'll check it out later. But um, yeah, this that that's probably one of the best uh, mechanics in this game is the battling, but that goes hand in hand with the cards that you drafted. Um, which brings me to my next point: the the card play makes this game great. Um, it all stems from the cards. So if you take anything away, it it's still the game Blood Rage. But if you take the card play away. It's no longer a game. It, it kind of all falls apart at the seams if you don't have those cards. That That is why I go back to the drafting, how important it is to this game that you you have to have those cards. It's it's just, I don't know, it's the glue that holds everything together pretty much. I can't, I, I, I can't talk enough about those cards. Um, the miniatures, like we were talking about, they're amazing. Okay, so the final part about Blood Rage is the RPG inventory card. I, I, I said in the last uh, podcast, I love inventories and I love RPGs. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's your calling card at it, this it, point. It really is. It, Bobby it, Bathrobe's in the house. It, <laughs> it's not healthy to not burp. I've heard that. Mm -hmm. That's a doctor told me yep. that. Um, so Dr. Yeah. Shrek, butter in the mouth. <laughs> Donkey. Yeah. Donkey. Uh, ogres are like onions. Uh, I've heard that multiple I've times. I've heard that. I yeah. fucking hate that movie, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not a Shrek guy. Uh, you know what? Yeah, it does. Okay, so Shrek's not the greatest movie. I watched it when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I liked it. Mm -hmm. What really sucks is what happened to, um, what the hell is his name? Mike Myers? Yes, what happened to him? What What the fuck happened to him? I don't know. Like, I thought a couple he was stinkers so edgy, and, and then right? it, like, he's like a kid's dad thing. I Yeah. Such a bummer. I kind of look at him... In a similar light to Adam Sandler. See, where I the nineties okay, yeah. were great yeah. for those guys. Yeah. And maybe it was Have you seen Uncut Gems? So loved it. Holy we'll talk about that later. That movie rocks. Shit. Yeah. That I've never so I have anxiety. <laughs> if you have anxiety, do not watch that movie. You I mean it I had to stand up behind the couch and watch the movie. <laughs> like I told Kat, I was like, I need to turn this off. I need to turn the I, I told my wife, I was like, we need to turn this off. I can't watch this anymore. It, it's it's But you didn't, did you? No, I had to watch it. it. Kept I watched going, it. Yeah. Oh, I watched the whole thing. Oh, it was yeah. fantastic. Best yep. Adam Sandler movie I've ever seen. Wow. That's uh you might be right. You he, know he did I mean his performance is the best. Happy it's Gilmore so is my good. favorite, but yeah, his performance is fucking so phenomenal. Man. KG's in it too. Oh my God, How dude. cool is that? It's it's just oh, that's a good God. movie. When I he would, gave away the the gem for the first time, I was just like, "What the hell are you doing? Why would you do that? Why would you do that?" Uh, oh yeah, it reminded me of when I was trying to binge Breaking Bad, and I never made it all oh the way God, through it yeah. because it was just watching somebody dig their own grave. Oh man, it, it and is. just keep that, making yes. bad Promises. decision after Promise. bad yes. decision. Yep. And it's just like, I don't need this, no, man. man. I, I, it's entertaining for a while. I was able to watch this and, and let it conclude. Cause that's only a couple hours long, but yeah. um, I, I was talking the other day with a couple guys about this that I work with and Adam Sandler's great in it. And we were saying who else could have played that role that Adam Sandler does in that movie. Paul Blart. <laughs> the character Paul Blart. Yeah. yeah. I said, it's when you say Paul Blart, I said Paul Giamatti. I feel like he's the only oh, guy, yeah. I, maybe not the only guy, but I was like, yeah. I can see him doing it. But kudos to Adam Sandler because that was, he was yeah. awesome in that movie. God, who else could have played that? 
I'm trying to think now. It, it has to be, I don't even know, man. That's a tough role. That is a tough role. And, and yeah, I mean, Adam killed it. He, he did such a, such a cool job on that. But yeah, it's, it's pretty anxiety ridden. Um, yeah, well, I'm going to wrap up Blood Rage here. So the inventory uh, RPG, it's phenomenal. Yep. You get to build your character as you go, which is one of my favorite qualities. It actually trickles into blood, uh, 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 battle companies. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my take on Blood Rage. Play it if you can. Buy it if you. it's necessary. Don't buy the expansions. You do not need the expansions at all. Don't buy any of the expansions. They're not necessary, I found. We don't even use that shit. It's in the. It's in there. We don't even use them. Yeah, I don't. Uh, None of the expansions are necessary. Like the bear tribe or something was what you got out of. Well, that's the fifth. Yeah, the fifth. If you need a fifth player, but I don't even suggest playing it with five people. I mean, four people is the most you should play it with. The sweet spot. Yeah, and and don't buy any of the other shit unless they come out with new stuff. I haven't seen it, but I don't think so. The the vanilla game is phenomenal. So, all right, let's get on to battle companies. What are you thinking? All right. Battle companies. Ooh, baby. Mm. I love me some battle companies. Here we go. No. Uh, hold on. No. <laughs> nope. Yes. 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 Yarp. <laughs> Yarp. That one's fun. Uh, battle companies, as you see kind of in front of me uh, here, uh, there's been a couple editions. Uh, it is the skirmish version of the Middle Earth strategy battle game. Uh, I've been playing the Lord of the Rings strategy battle game, which then became the Hobbit strategy battle game, which then became the Middle Earth strategy battle game through all of its uh, editions. Quick question. Yeah. So Middle Earth strategy battle game, is that Battle Companies or is Battle Companies an offshoot of Middle Earth strategy battle game? Yeah, it's an an offshoot. It's the same uh, rule set uh, as far as the way most of the mechanics work in the game, but it's like the RPG skirmish version of it. So it's smaller scale. Okay. It's more narrative based. Uh, it, it's all about uh, building a battle company, which uh, you got a lot of options. Uh, and, and that was kind of the, they definitely the, start out pussies, though. They start out weak <laughs> as hell, especially the uh, the goblins. Um, yeah, you know, they, they're sort of balanced to some degree, yeah. but you know, maybe, maybe the first few games you play with them, you know, they're, they're not very strong, but all of a sudden you got a cave troll. Well, that's, that's the thing yeah. is, is Josh would play, you know, whoever, and it's usually not a weak squad, but they have less guys than a weaker squad, a weaker squad. Yep. It's more of a swarming, which I like to do. <laughs> yeah. So like when you start off with a battle company, uh, you kind of pick your faction, uh, I've picked a few. I've played five or six different factions, and and two of my favorite were the Urkai. I probably saw that one through the most. I think I got that thing up to over four hundred points. If that means anything to you, that's uh, a lot. It's that's a lot. A lot. It's a lot. You start at a hundred points for your starting battle company. So I added members. I upgraded my guys. Um, lots of heroic upgrades uh, to my guys, uh, and I also played uh, Rangers of the North which was very cool. Yeah. And uh, the uh, Gondor, uh, yeah. which <laughs> we, we touched on last week a little <laughs> bit. Uh, Gondor was the first <sighs> battle company that I played with. That You, you start with six guys. Eesh. It's fairly well balanced. Um, I, I believe I even won my first match with them, but uh, had some guys fall. And one of the things that's really interesting and, and gets you invested in this <clears throat> is that at the end of each battle, there's a, a cleanup phase where you acquire experience points, uh, and, and you roll on an injury table. 
And it's to see if your guys are going to make it through to so the next battle. There's two different injury tables, right? For your heroes and for your yep. main guys. Yep, there sure is. So uh, sometimes you can even uh, roll really hot on the injury table, <laughs> and you might even get some bonus to your guy. Some cool shit. Or, you know, on a couple D6s, which is what you're rolling with for the heroes, uh, you could roll low, I think two through four or two, two and three, and uh, your guy's dead. Yeah, they're gone gone so now you're playing let's say i'm playing let's say i, I was playing gundabad for a while yeah <clears throat> and he's playing urukai or gondor and all of a sudden he loses a guy and i don't and i'm able to promote within i now have a significant upper hand a significant upper hand yep. but the, i'm sure you're gonna go into it but the game does even out yeah it allows for some attempt at balancing uh i think it does a good job it's it's pretty good yeah it's pretty good um, and it doesn't always feel terrible to lose because you can still gain experience in losing. Yeah. And as long as you roll on the injury table and your guys don't die, then it, it it's not so defeating. You know, yeah. it's not it, so devastating. But one of the, good lord, if you do, it's oh, it, it's it's rough. When you lose a guy, you it's really rough. Or when you lose four of them. <laughs> <laughs> all four. I, I believe it was all four guys that took injuries. That's you know, rough. fell in That's battle. Rough. Uh, they were carried back to the barracks or camp, and uh, <laughs> and fucking and they all just and died. Drawn. They got the yeah, fever. Drawn and quartered. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah that that is that is an essential part of this game, and that's what the biggest reason why I don't like the new uh, 40k version Crusade. is. Yeah. Crusade is because they don't let your guys die. I don't like that because yeah. there's no it, there's no risk to it. Yeah, if you, you sustain know? injuries, I mean, you can definitely take penalties yeah. to your units, but. It, it doesn't feel as harsh. And there's something about that. You feel a little more connected to your battle company. Absolutely. If you know that you can, might just be kissing them goodbye yeah. anytime they and go you out name, in the battle. You name so. every one of these yeah, guys. Yeah, name them. I love it. Them. Yes. Uh, and I love it's doing like, it. yeah. There's always, and, and there's never like a, like all my, my goblins, Moria goblins would be fucking, I don't even know, scab and guts and, yep. you know, like cool names, like whatever you want. You yep. know, it's, it's great. One of my favorite injuries that you roll on that you get is, he is now a hostage for the next game, yeah. and they make you play the narrative version of that. So you're, yep, you're fighting a, to it, get it this guy back. It forces you into yeah. a scenario it's where you cool. got to go rescue your buddy that was now being <laughs> held captive by the opposing battle company. It's it's rough. It's uh, fun. Yeah. So that yeah, if you have to play hostage, that's a, that's a cool scenario because you're literally fighting for your life. There's no more like, oh shit, I got to roll on a on a table to see if my guy dies. I'm fighting for my guy's life to play in the next round. It's, it's stressful. <laughs> it, it can be stressful, but it's again, awesome. it, it, it really just kind of connects you. You're, you're a little more invested in the models you have. For me, it made me even take more time in painting my models. Yep. Uh, it's a much smaller, it's a condensed group. Yep. It's, it's really fun too, because it gives you an opportunity as you gain upgrades for your guys. And as you buy more equipment, also, yes, I love there's that. some really fun modeling opportunities. There's some kit bashing opportunities. Yep. Uh, and, and really, it promotes being creative with your models and personalizing them. Yeah. For me, that's a lot of fun. That's that's one of the, the main reasons why uh, I like battle companies so much. But uh, uh, another thing that was really cool was that with the second edition, which came out a little over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Uh, that's like right when we got into it. Yep. The second edition came yep. out. Battle Companies was kind of how I got my circle of friends, including Bobby and Corey and, and 
uh, Nate even, you know, yeah. um, that's what got you guys in Yeah, was battle companies. It's yeah. a, it's a great starting point. Oh, hold on. oh, so in the second edition, yes. they provided a really cool narrative campaign that you can go through. Yep. Um, which I also did in the first edition. There is a narrative campaign aside from just battling your friends. Uh, you can go through, I, I believe it's six, uh, narrative battles that kind of lead you through and, and it really promotes the idea of playing some games in between, between your, your opponent. So you can just yeah. level up your guys a little bit more. Yeah. But they provided a, a map and a way where I'll show you that map right now. We're going to show the map. It's really sweet. Uh, we it's super cool. We got, we got pretty far into it. You're attacking, yeah uh locations yeah and claiming those and as you get locations in middle earth they're granting <laughs> your army bonuses <laughs> some and, of them are great yeah and it, it so i don't know if we looked into it at all that much we might have like let us let us kind of like so i'm a when i play games i don't like to know ahead i don't like to yeah that's part of the strategy but i don't some some certain scenarios i'm like oh, i like to find out Sure. You know, I like to play into it's like D and D. So it's like I don't I don't remember how we played it. If we were like, I think we did look into it, and, and there's like two of each. I mean, I definitely looked yeah, into okay, it. Yeah, okay, yeah, then yeah. we did. Yeah. So the map is is awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> again, you get <laughs> people are probably going to wonder why we're so close. Yeah. <laughs> one of our mics gave out. It it's one of the cables. It, it does feel. Better. It feels right. Yeah. It feels right. Cheers. Yep. Cheers, man. <laughs> okay, back to the map. So. Whenever you acquire locations through winning uh, a match, yeah, you take you take that location, and there's special abilities and things, upgrades that uh, allow you to have an advantage over your opponent. Some of them are really good. Okay. Some of them are not so good, or maybe a little yeah. too narrow. But uh, it's it's really fun. It's fun putting your symbol up on a map, writing your initials, whatever you want to do. Yeah. I think we did the initials yeah. Yeah. and uh, I don't know. I felt like I was really taking control of that map. Yeah. Yeah. Your guys but, really, <laughs> really kind of just sacked. And those York. were the, those were the York. I, they were, they were messing people up. I feel like they're one of the stronger. What were, the, what were some of the positives from the map? I can't remember. Uh, it was like plus one to stuff. For you know, sure. It was yeah. like, yeah. It, some it was of like them. an extra guy in battle. I think yep. Yep. Some you of could them. get, you could get a, uh, like a specter or a warrior yep. of the dead yep. or, uh, initiative bonuses that, yeah. or yeah. a lot of, a lot of different things. Yep. Uh, if you were in uh, Rohan, for example, you could buy a mount for someone and mount <laughs> yeah. them that you couldn't normally get a mount for. I try to mount everyone. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, a, a mount, a mounted Gundabad orc or Gundabad orc guy. Yeah. So some some really cool bonuses that you can that you can grant to your battle company that way. Yeah. All in all, we had a lot of fun playing it. It, it was it was great. I can't um, I can't wait till we circle back around and and revisit playing battle companies. I know we're gonna do it eventually. Yeah, for sure. I wonder if they're gonna make a another another copy of it, another another edition of it. I bet they don't. They may not. It seems like the Middle Earth stuff doesn't really get the same support as the... Which is so fucked up. It's so messed up. Because <laughs> that is their... Well, I mean, obviously people are going to disagree with me. 40K and Age of Sigmar are phenomenal games. But I think the I think Middle Earth is just... They just nailed it, man. They just nailed it with the battle companies. 
I'm not talking about large scale war. It's pretty much the same as any other large scale war game. Um, it can't be the me- the mechanics are significantly different from any of the Warhammer yeah. stuff. Yeah, but uh, which I prefer still the yeah. the Middle Earth stuff. But. Still the same. The best mechanics for a uh, miniatures game is bolt action. I think pulling so, the dice out of the bag. So Bobby says that's a that is a really cool initiative mechanic. It's so good. Yep, yep. It's uh it it takes a lot of planning out of the equation where it's like, well, I know for sure I'm going next or, you know, he's got an yeah. initiative for sure. This is, you could just go, 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 go and well, bolt action. And yeah. you know, that, that could be detrimental or maybe that's advantageous depending on yeah. what part of the game you're in. But uh, anyways, to, to sum it all up, battle companies, uh, it, it's my favorite miniatures game I've ever played. Uh, I'll continue to push it on my friends as much as I can. Um, I would give it, I'm going to give it a rating. Okay. I'm going to give it eight out of nine members of the fellowship. That's impressive. It's pretty good. So what member is left behind? <laughs> uh, good question. That's a tough one. Man, so probably. You got, you got Legolas, Gandalf, Gimli, well, def- Aragorn, Definitely Frodo. not Gimli. No, you got to leave Gimli in there. Right? Yeah. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think probably Pippin. He's, yeah, he's the most accident prone. Yep, and he just smokes weed all day, which I'm okay with. But I mean, you know, it's just like you don't need him on the fellowship. You don't need him. He's, what the fuck is he going to do? Huh. I he's guess a he's liability. pretty pivotal at the end. He's a liability. I'm going to give it another rating. What? I'm going to give it three out of three golden hairs off Lady Galadriel's head. Mm, yeah, what I would give. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for one, and she gave me three. <laughs> Oh shit! I forgot. I was gonna do some type of rating scale for Blood Rage, and I don't remember. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I give it seven hundred and fifty-two out of eight hundred, um, which is pretty high. That's high. Yeah, that's that's a high rating. That's high out of rocks thrown by the uh, glacial monster. Yep. Because mm-hmm. it's my favorite game. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, feels good to get a couple of ratings under our belt there. Yeah. Yeah, um, and honestly, if you guys want games uh, reviewed or looked at, let us know, and we'll we'll definitely check them out. If not, we'll odds are pretty good we've played it or want to play it, so yeah, might get a fresh perspective on it. Um, okay, so our next segment that we want to do is uh, a little bit of our best and worst gaming moment memories, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So well, I, I competitive. Gaming memories. Which one are we not competitive? But yeah. specifically in a competitive setting where maybe there's something on the line or maybe some store credit or prize money or, you know, packs, that, that kind of thing. Um, I'll tell you my my best uh, memory as far <laughs> as in a, in a competitive setting uh, was back in Springtown Mall, Springfield, Missouri. I was playing at Metagames Unlimited, and it was the cons of Tarkir pre-release pre-releases are my favorite magic events to attend they're not ultra competitive but uh everyone's kind of on the same playing field whenever you go to a pre-release i got my pre-release pack i was playing with soul tie i opened up uh, silumgar and had a really nice soul tie deck i was delving all over the place um i went through and went undefeated in that tournament uh i I can't say that And, and too many competitive uh, situations where I, I've, you know, made a clean sweep. Well, 
competitive as in <laughs> in the shop. But right, like he's right. used to winning. Like let's not get that mixed here. He's used to winning. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm used to winning. Okay, but <laughs> just competitively in a shop yeah. is a little different. It, it's a lot more bragging rights for sure. Sure. You yeah. Know? You bet. But I mean, uh, he, yeah, he definitely bragged against all of us too. So it hurt. Well, I well I cleaned <laughs> up at this event, and uh, I think I won twelve packs. Uh, which is really exciting to get whenever that is a lot. you know it's pretty minimal investment. It's like half a half a box. It's a third of a box. Yeah, yeah. A third of a and box. Uh, the set's not even out yet. Yeah. And I ripped those packs open, and I got myself an Ugin, which then became uh, a staple in pretty much all the standard decks I played in until he rotated out. Yeah. So and then it came back. And it came back. He's yeah. he's back in uh, M twenty one now. That's like my so favorite card. Ready to disrupt the meta. I pulled him. Yeah. He's a you good sure card. Did. You sure did. Yeah, I sold three of them but right before this set came out. So I sold them for top price. And then this came out, and then he dropped in price significantly. <laughs> Well-timed. Yeah, on accident. How about you, Bobby? What's your, your best uh, competitive gaming moment? Well, so okay, so my, my best competitive gaming moment, I don't have a lot of in-store or against strangers, I guess, I never, I, I'm so used to playing with friends and all that stuff. So my best m- competitive moment, well, we w- we had the most competition was against each other. And there was times where we would sit at our job, this pizza place, and drink and play magic until about five in the morning. After hours. After hours. Lock the doors, and it was just a couple of us. Well, I, I mentioned them before, Corey, Gus. Josh, me, Keegan, like we would just the sit there. The, the boys. boys. It yeah. was the boys. Then we drank all night long and played magic all night long. And it was, we would just rotate. And, and it was, it was fantastic. It was weeks. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a night. It was every fucking night. <laughs> I say five nights out of the week. Yeah, at least. And in our wives and girlfriends never complained. I mean, you know, it was great. We never had a problem. Was Looking that, back, we were pretty yeah. shitty boyfriends and husbands, but, like, whatever. I don't give a shit. We had fun. <laughs> and I'm sure they got to sleep early, you know? Like, whatever. Um, God, that was, that was that's hands down one of my best times. And, and like we talked before, is opening those, uh, those boxes, the Origins boxes. That was, that'll always top as number one. Sure. The, but, but, you know, that, that's a close second is the 5 o'clock in the morning Magic Games. Oh, man. All so right. good. So good. One of the first games that I really played competitively was the Star Wars miniatures game. And that was yeah. uh, a game at the time, Wizards of the Coast, had the licensing to. Uh, and, and they had a, a lot of nice uh, models. It was, a, yeah. it was a collectible miniatures game. So essentially you buy booster packs much the way you would uh, like Hero Clicks, yeah. for example. Yeah. So... Uh, I kind of started playing that game when it first came out, so I was able to grow with the meta a little bit, and uh, I, I was I was pretty decent at it. And I remember being at a tournament at the the same game store, uh, Meta Games meta. Unlimited. Yep, and uh, made made my way to top table in the final round, and I was typical playing... Josh. <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, I was playing Darth. Vader Jedi Hunter at the time. It was one of my favorite models. He's kind of a one-man army. Uh, had a couple support pieces with it. What were support pieces? Stormtroopers? 
uh, a couple of stormies. I think it was actually four lom and a stormtrooper, and that made a hundred points exactly. And it was a hundred point uh, tournament that I was playing in. I remember playing against Aura Singh, which I made quick work of, in mm. uh, a Han Solo, and I had positioned myself perfectly where I, I had lost uh, the stormtrooper. I had lost uh, four lom. However, I had based Han Solo and was ready to just dice this dude up and end the game. Now, Vader was, <laughs> was flashing red. I didn't have a whole lot of life left, but uh, basically I had one initiative, and Vader was uh, about to triple attack, so I had three attacks to basically land one wound on Han Solo and win this thing and go home a champion. And I roll my three D20s, <laughs> oh. and all three land on one. Yeah. Ouch. Sucks. Ouch. Man, that hurt. You deserved it. I, I probably did. <laughs> I probably did. But uh, that's also probably the most frustrated yeah. I've ever, you know, I worked really hard to get to that point, and it just didn't work out. And sometimes... All you had to do is just not roll ones. Just not roll a one. I, th- I think I was hitting on twos or threes, right? Ugh. So... Anything on a but a, on a D20. Oh, my fucking Dude God. was an animal. Yeah. Dude, Vader, I mean, that's why that's why you take him. But anyways, uh, I was frustrated. You know, then Han Solo gets his shot. Boop. Yeah. Pew. And Holy takes Vader man. out, and that was it. I picked up everything. He's got this one weak spot on his helmet. Right there in the back of the helmet. And that's it. You know? He's got to get in there and lay so, the shot. So that was it, you know, and, and not that big of a deal. I took second to tournament, and that's my How worst. Yeah, yeah. How nice is that? Maybe yeah. or 20, he's 19 but... years old, and he's playing this game, and he's just like, oh, I pulled second. I hate myself. And I'm like, oh, cool. I lost against a sixth grader. <laughs> Shit, well, in the first round. If you ain't first, you're last, buddy. Come on, now. <laughs> so anyways, uh, uh, that's probably my worst. Well, that's not too bad. Not too bad. So my original worst is actually, Josh and I talked about this a little bit before the show. My original worst was playing against Josh, of course, and he was Darth Vader. (laughs) Oh, oh, but different 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 miniatures game. game, This was uh, Imperial Assault (laughs) from Fantasy. Narrative based. Yep. And we were, it was me and my cousin Keegan, and I can't remember who we were playing. It was, you know, two men. I think Gus was there also. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. And uh, oh, maybe it was just me and Gus then. Maybe. Yeah. And and anyway, we were we were coming around trying to get all this stuff. We fought our asses off to get all the way through this, like, whole dungeon in this in, in the game. And we finally get to the very end. We have to open this door, and then we just got to, like, get in there, and we're done. Well, then we open the door, and Vader comes out. And he just, after, like, an hour of work, like, he just slaughtered us. It, there was, there Didn't was even. Th- yeah. Yeah, there was nothing. There was nothing. Yeah. Like, it was so disappointing to to play that hard and get that lucky to get to that point to open the door to be like, oh my god, a fully healthed Vader against us who are oh, yeah. blinking red and you're just ready to go down. And we're like, you got to be fucking kidding me! And then he just literally just if swiped I... us down, and we're like, is that it? And you're like, yeah. Like, oh, well, okay. now you guys are dead, so it's over. Uh, if I remember right, it, you were one of you two. I, I think it was you. You were playing as the the Jedi trying to reclaim their yes. lightsaber. Yes, and yep. so that was the relic you were looking for was the lightsaber. Yep. I guess Vader just had it. You know, Vader really wanted it. Yeah, you know, he's collecting that. at that point. What so. a dick. But uh, 
That's fun. That's fun. I like to be included in your worst memories. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Josh is in a lot of my worst memories. So, okay, let's uh, let's move on to off the sprue unrelated events. Yep. So these are these are the we're gonna talk about things that really don't have anything to do with gaming. Maybe just things that we're interested in outside of uh, the gaming world. So I mean, I wore it tonight. I had to go big. My boy in the news, Pat Mahomes, the five hundred million dollar man. (coughs) AKA Eric Andre. You know (laughs) careful. All right. Careful. (laughs) Ten years. $500 $500 million. Oh, to me, you know what that sounds like? Uh, I don't know, 10 more Super Bowls? <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. probably. Yeah, until he gets hurt next year like he did last year. I can't wait. To I can't believe he came back. That was one of the scariest moments of my mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Knee injury mid-season. Wait, what is that a year? I mean, $500 million in 10 years, what is that? $50 million a year. Oh, my fucking God. Could you yeah. imagine that? I don't even can't imagine. Oh, yeah. I can't even imagine spending that much money in a year. Yeah, That's I insane. Could. Yeah, yeah, I could. I could. I could. I don't think I could. I could. I don't know how many fifty million dollars. How many Dobermans is that? That's a lot. That's of a lot of Dobermans. That's a lot of Dobermans. That's like farm. That's a lot of Dobermans. <laughs> Allie told me that you want to pack. I want to pack. You know, well, I want to hey, pack. Guess what? I know man. what to get you every birthday there you go. <laughs> and Doberman. Christmas. Yep, there you go. Load me up. Load me up. So, so yeah. I mean, we got we got them locked up for. <laughs> We got Pat Mahomes locked up for 10 years, all right? It's a great time to be a Chiefs fan right now. I ain't no bandwagoner yeah, either, yeah. all right? Okay. I've been I've been a Chiefs fan. You, you should have heard him three years ago. No, no. Yeah, no, 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 that is not. That is not true. You know, thick and thin, man. I, I've been through it. I've been so close, yet so far away for so many years. God, you sound like a Vikings fan. They're, yeah, well... Good luck with that. Yeah. They're my secondary team. Who the fuck I knows guess. what our quarterback's so. going to be next year? I mean, it's every yeah, every year's a new one. We're just like, let's just try this guy, Cutie Kurt. No, I won't get into that. Okay, that's probably for the that's, best. Yeah, that's but you know one. what, Pat, if you're listening, you're my guy, yeah. and uh, can't wait to just keep winning with you. Uh, I'm really hoping that the NFL season pans out. Yeah, with uh, COVID. And yeah. everything, you know, I guess we'll no, see how that goes. No, nobody in the stands. But it's crazy because the YouTube. Chiefs win the Super Bowl and then the world ends. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I don't well, maybe, know. Maybe coincidence, maybe. So how many Dobermans so, out of Dobermans are you going to give this team? The Chiefs current roster? <laughs> <laughs> the Tahoe Fi- party. That's what I'm saying. The, ta- the Tahoe party. The Tahoe party. party. <laughs> 52 out of 52 Dobermans. We can't just stop. COVID's the only thing that's going to stop the Chiefs Ugh. next year. You know what's fucked up? So, okay. So... I've been following COVID in, in, in national sports, right? So every NBA player, I haven't heard of too many NFL players getting it. Obviously it's not, you know, right now, but there's MLB and, and, and NBA, a lot of NBA players got it. Nobody fucking died. No. Nobody even got like ventilator. Nobody got coma. Nobody got sick, dude. Like it's like, now I don't know if it's just the health. Or if it's the money or what, dude. But they're young. They're physical specimens. They're probably at peak health. And they These have guys the best are professional doctors. athletes. Yeah. But they never got sick. It never got to that point of, like, sickness. So, I don't Conspiracy. Well, Rudy Gobert still can't smell very well. So, <laughs> he's going to have to live with that. Okay? His popsicles taste like shit. Yep. <laughs> His thousand dollar popsicles, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My gold leaf popsicles. Yep. They don't taste very golden. Um. So how about you, Bobby? What was okay. your off the sprue? So I have one in Germany. There was a man. I don't know his fucking name because it's German. Dieter. 
It may have been Dieter. Dieter von Strudel. Dieter von Strudel. <laughs> he had a bow and arrow. Oh. He had a bandana. Yes. And he sat in the woods and he played Rambo for a very long time. <laughs> And what's, they, a, what's a very long time? I don't remember how long. <laughs> but this guy, five-day manhunt. <laughs> oh, wow. It was a five-day manhunt in oh, Germany. Wow. They, they call him the Black Forest Rambo. <laughs> Holy cow. That's something to hang your hat on I right there. If I, can, if I can get a name like that. So I just picture a man with blonde hair and blue eyes and a fucking lederhosen. With a <laughs> mud under his eyes and with a bow and arrow wow. running around in the woods, in the Black Forest woods. And it, it just makes me happy. That things are still going on like that amid all the crazy shit that's happened in the world. Some fun stuff still going on. Yep. Life goes on, I guess. Rambo yeah. crazy life yeah. still goes on. I love it. I love it. Wow. Yeah, so I figured I wanted to share that with you. <laughs> That was what a day brightener. That was really good. That. Yeah. So I think Josh has got one. So we're going to be from now on, we're going to be doing this thing where we're going to do the brother's tips and Josh has got a tip for you. I think one tip. We're probably going to do more than one tip yeah. per episode, but today we're going to do one. We're going to start it off with one. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Brothers, just the tip. So here, here's my brother's tip for the week. Just the tip. Whenever you're painting miniatures mm-hmm. and you Lick your brush as one does. We do. Whenever you're we painting do. miniatures, we make do. sure you're not snacking on Cheetos Ugh. at the time because you're just going to riddle that brush with oh, orange little Cheeto crumbs. Yeah. Icky. It's a little icky. Uh, Have I ruined a brush doing that? <laughs> I'm not going to disclose that information. <laughs> you be the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Quint, just advising. Quentin just not ate a bunch to. of Cheetos that yeah. you're like. Oh. I have Clinton, Clinton. I have Quentin clean my brushes now for me. So he just. God, I saw his red rocket today. Holy guacamole! I mean, it's bigger than this microphone. Dude, Thing he's is packing. Uh, yeah, it's scary. It is a scary sight. And when it, I was petting his face, and he got a full red rocket. He was excited. To I didn't know how to approach the situation. I was very scared. Yeah. But I took it in stride. I and I, I walked away, never left eye contact until the door was closed. Yeah. Immediately he just pressed it against the window like he was in prison. Yep. And I <laughs> I left immediately. Probably disappointed him, but whatever. He made you grab his pocket when you entered the house. <laughs> you walked around like that, so whatever whatever that means. That was you know? his pocket. Yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you ready to wrap this thing up? I think that's it for tonight. Uh, if you guys liked it, give it a like. If you guys want to see some more, subscribe. Please do. Yeah. I like how we're doing this at the end again. Yeah, I know, right? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. You yeah. know, if, if you stuck with us this far, you've, you've probably done this already, which, thank you. Thank yeah. you for doing that. We've already got some, some subscribers. I think we should uh, do some shout outs real oh, quick. Oh, we're going to do a little subscriber shout out. Let's do some subscriber shout outs. All right. Um, so I know Dan. Yeah. From Spring Food Mo. Yeah. He definitely subscribed. Dan, aka Mash. Badass bro. Yeah. Um, Good and then dude. we got ba 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 invoice. Here we go. So we oh we got Tanner. Yeah. Tanner. Tanner. Which by the way, shout out Tanner. Oh yeah. Music goes by Candor. He's the guy that produced spell the his, music. Spell it. K 
K-A-N-D-O-R. He's, he's, he's got his own record label. He's part of a collective called Bump Records. Uh, it's kind of kind of some hot stuff going on in that scene in the Twin Cities area. Uh, he's awesome. Uh, yeah. he, he, he made the music that you heard for us. He's, he's made some other stuff. You might hear more of him. We'll probably uh, put a little link in the description yep. where you can check out Bump Records and uh, download some of their stuff. Uh, it's, it's good. It's really good. Yeah. We got uh, Rob from... Uh, uh, where is he from? New Mexico. Rob wow. from New Mexico. He subscribed the other day. I don't want to say any last names. We've got Dilla Donuts. Just a new subscriber. Dan, of course. Yep. And then um, me and Josh. Apparently, we subscribed to ourselves. <laughs> subscribe to ourselves. So, uh, yeah, if you if you like it, give us a subscribe. It helps a lot, obviously. Um, if you don't, tell us why. You know, write it down in there. Be like, you guys fucking suck and we hate you. What are we Die. doing wrong? And it'll be like, okay. Hmm. Yeah, we'll understand. We'll get it. So, um, yeah. I think that's everything. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.